Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing And grams of that dro, that's my medicine I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs Cause I diminish them Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, cause I finish it I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat Like a bench player, man, you never wanna start me Not hardly do you ever scar me Still I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley It's ungodly how I go hard See, pass me the car key Let's go fucking party okay? Where niggas be Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode Of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast H-Cubed up in the yeah, yeah, we back yes, with sir. another motherfucking album review that we finally gonna hit y'all with. Yes, sir. Life has been whooping both of our asses right now. Probably y'all asses too. Life has been whooping the world, the ass. world's ass, <laughs> dog. Like it's just a fucking royal rumble out there, dog. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. you, if you've been at a fucking Costco or any supermarket for that matter in the past couple weeks, and you know what the fuck we're talking about. Facts. Fucking coronavirus out here, wild everywhere and in everything. And it's starting to, starting to really scare the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's a fact. That's a fact, dog. So, you know, everybody out there, stay safe, wash your hands, don't be dirty out there. Exactly. Don't, don't be touching motherfuckers. That's another thing. People like to touch motherfuckers and shit, be all comfortable with them, but nah, dog. No more. Now is not the time to meet, be friendly with people. You know, uh, especially if you, uh, if you have older folks in your life, if you come in contact with your parents. <laughs> Uh, cause that's, honestly, that's, that's like my main concern, you know, to yeah. know, cause I, I, from what I've heard, most people our age are probably pretty, yeah, we're pretty, I think we're pretty good from it as long part. as you're like in pretty good health. It's yeah. the people that are the older, and I think maybe the babies. I'm not sure if the babies oh, okay. are real, real targets, but for sure the older people yeah, yeah. and anybody who's got like any underlying sickness that for sure. they've been had for a while. Like there, everyone is pretty susceptible to this junk. So yeah. just be careful out there. Make sure you're washing your hands, like they be saying, and you got your Purell on deck because oh, yeah. yeah, they out here trying to trying to goose niggas for that's Purell. The, that's the new crack, dog. I'm trying to tell you, Purell is a new crack. It's it's its own currency out this motherfucker now. Yeah, man. But so, we are gonna keep providing y'all with this good quality content Europe. throughout this whole uh pandemia pandemic yes. whatever the fuck it is yes. um so we're here man um and this week we're gonna hit y'all with a fucking album review with the classic one this time with uh red man presents reggie yes uh, of sir course. now this album came out uh december 7th of 2010 and it has a lot of famous producers on it. Like Redman, of course, is the executive producer. Mm. Like you're not gonna have an artist who's been around as long as Redman yeah, and not yeah, have this yeah. nigga be executive producer. Of course. But he's also got uh Rob J. Freak, Rich Kid, Fame Rodriguez. I mean, like, there's a lot of older famous of course Rot- Rottweiler, the producers like them and the Audibles, like they're they're old school hip hop producers, uh, okay. R and B producers who have been in the industry for a while now. Oh, okay. And I feel like they exude like a certain sound no matter who they work with and actually right. that sound is pretty evident on this album if you okay. ask me mm-hmm. uh but because like to me this is a very different red man album than pretty much every other red man album that i've ever heard to me this is probably the most like radio-ish friendly like reaching for the core demographic of yeah. hip-hop versus what red man normally does which is just like be all the way the fuck out there be wild as fuck and just attract the audience that you attract and you know honestly like like i was telling you before we started the show like that was kind of one of my uh i guess gripes if i do have one with the album yeah was uh because i my whole thing is i feel like if you if you're an artist that's been in the game for a certain amount of time and you have a certain reputation already you, like everybody fucking respects Redman of in, course in rap he's he's a legend he's yeah. a legend in rap um and um I just feel like when when you try to cater to the new sound that's going on at the moment when that isn't part of your sound or yeah. whatever 
it just it just sounds a little weird to me. Like I I just prefer to hear like for example, I'd hate to hear Styles try to go like mainstream. You know, like the oh, most man, the, the most the, like the most I liked uh, with Styles, which kind of scared me for a second, was when he when he went on the. Uh, on the BMF joint with, with Rick Ross, yeah, because I feel like that that even that beat was a little just not really four styles in my opinion, but yeah, um, I don't know. I, I just feel like I just feel like that's kind of a mistake certain artists make uh, when they get to that point in their career is try to cater to the mainstream sound, which I get it. You know they're trying to eat and shit, but yeah. I just feel like it, it'd just be better to just stick to your craft and you know, how you how you've done it. For your whole career. I agree completely. Like I hate it when people try and change up. Like I've said it about Jada Kiss when he's tried, when he's done like newer shit recently and tried to sound kind of like the way that the mumble rappers flow uh, and just period. I can't stand it. No matter who the artist is, if you're right. trying to reach for these new artist sound and not just do the sound that we know you for, it's right. going to come across as a reach and people are going to look at you sideways and be like, "Why yeah. the fuck are you even doing that?" Like. You are, you know, such and such. Like, you don't need to do that. You are already established. You are already a fucking beast. Why are you trying to sound like these niggas? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true, man. Fuck it, man. Let's, let's dive right into the uh, to the album, man. Yes, sir. So, y'all already know how we do this, man. We're going to talk about what we like, what we didn't like. Give it a final score at the end of it all. Yep. And, uh, yeah, man. So, let's, let's get it on with it. All right. Well, the first track, of course, is an intro track. It's called Reggie. The dope is actually really beat on, uh, really a beast on this. And it almost sounds like a go-go track a little bit. A little bit. So I kind of always have, you know, kind of went towards this track just because of the, the local sound it mm-hmm. has of our, of our area, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's really not a bad start to the album. It, of course, it could have been a little bit better in my opinion, but like, I think it was a pretty, pretty solid foundation, but it's like also, it, to me, it doesn't really set the tone for this album because I feel like the tone from this album is a little bit everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like no, it's yeah, yeah, no central is, theme for this album. No. Like the tone is just out there for sure. Um, and I, I feel like it was a good start to um, again. It, it sets the tone for me in the sense of like it kind like this is a good like in between of like the mainstreamy sound that I feel like some of this album kind of goes towards. And the sound that I guess we're kind of used to hearing from him. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a it was a good intro song and. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I thought, I thought it was a good song. Okay. Alright, uh, you wanna start off with one, one that you fucked with? Uh, yeah, I liked actually number four, Full Nelson. Okay. Now, I know that has, like, a rack of niggas on that joint. Yeah. But, um, I really like the hook on the joint. I think that the hook is pretty tight. The beat is actually crazy too, cause the drums is, like, kinda, like, all over the place. Yeah, I fuck hard with but, the But, um, but yeah, uh, that, that, that joint is tough. Uh, the hook is tough. I'm not, I'm not sure who Ready Rock <laughs> is or, or Run Dog. But I like I like everybody's verse on the joint. So I'm assuming that they're probably all like Jersey style artists probably, or Jersey yeah. local. Because you would artists. think, right? Like I feel like at this point in his career, he probably is probably focusing on you know, I guess helping he, out exactly. You know, kind of like Redman did or no, Method Man did a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. With his with his uh, I don't want to say it was his last solo joke, simply because um, it was like really not a solo album. It was literally like. This is the gang of niggas I'm trying to promote. Let's yeah. let them rock. And I'm just going to get on a couple of tracks because of who I am <laughs> right. so I can get their asses out there. Yeah, no, yeah. But, but I feel like, I feel like that's kind of like paying your dues in a sense or like kind of like giving back to the, to the game. I yeah. guess, you know, I do fuck with the, the beat of this song though. This beat is hard. Of course, I've always thought was okay, but could have been better, but it is pretty catchy. So I will give it that. Yeah. Each verse is, is, is good. Like, I feel like each verse got better as they went on. So, like, the first person was probably the weakest one, and then the second yeah. was better. The third was better than that. So, like, it definitely grew as it went on. Yeah, no, nah, this, this one is tough. Like, I, again, the thing that stands out the most to me is the beat. 
it, it's kind of like a common thing throughout the whole album for me, but sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. I got you. Okay. Well, <clears throat> one I liked was, I'm going to go ahead and just jump to number six, All I Do, uh, featuring Faith Evans. I fuck hard as shit with this beat. I feel like this song is more structurally sound than like the last two songs that came before it when it comes to like the beat and the lyrics and everything when it just meshes better together i feel like faith is great on the chorus but it's like hard to have faith evans on a song and not have it be at least good because faith evans is that talented of a fucking performer and that she usually can make bad shit pretty good like just from her vocal skill alone she'll she'll do a fucking run on your ass and leave you in the dirt you know what i'm saying she'll be like oh shit what the fuck but i feel like the song is a little cluttered at points but between the um, the sounds of the beat and the what's going on lyrically in the song, but other than that, I feel like it's a really solid song, and I do fuck with it hard. Yeah, to me, this is my favorite song on the album. When I heard this song the first time, listening to it, I was kind of like, damn, why didn't this nigga do this for like most of the fucking album? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this sound is is different from to me from the last five songs that come before it. Exactly. Um, it just again, has that different feel. And, and I mean, then, cause I don't know if the uh, like the little thing in the background, uh-huh. I, don't, is, I don't know if that's Mary or if that's part of a sample. Yeah, that, that I've, I've wondered that myself, and but, I'm not really sure. But regardless, um, I don't know. I just I think this beat just fits him way better than everything else. It, it's it's completely different from everything else on the album. Yeah, and I think it just works better. Um, like you said, uh, Faith on the joint killed it on the hook and everything. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just a really dope song, and yeah, I I, I really wish he had went this direction because he went here a couple songs this direction with a couple songs and i guess for me jumping into another song that i like which is number seven mm-hmm. which is let me get to okay i think songs that are like have good vocal singers on it for uh red man kind of work on his joint because i feel like that's the same thing with the next one yeah uh which is uh let me get to mm-hmm. i really like the hook on that joint man yeah i think i think the song is dope it's again, it's another song that, like you said, is different than what yeah, yeah. the rest of the album yeah, yeah. is up until this point. Yeah, yeah. So it's sure. kind of a good, like, kind of a cool turn because I feel like the first couple of songs, I don't, I can't, I can't put my, I can't put a descriptor on the beats exactly. It's just too, it's too 2010-y. Yeah. That makes any sense. Especially. Like these ones are more like lasting throughout. Yeah. Like yeah. They're, they're, they'll stand the test of time as we like to stay. Exactly. And, and again, it kind of, it all goes back to, a sound having something to do like it has to remind you of the artist's earlier work i feel in mm-hmm. order for me to be like oh damn this is hard because this is what i know him for exactly you know what i mean like it's just something weird about hearing rappers doing something well and trying to i don't know and doing some other shit that really doesn't really fit them i got you. but um yeah i really i think these two songs back to back are really good uh to me and um they just i don't know i feel like they kind of pull out the best out of Redman in, in the True, universe. very true. I'm just going to go ahead and move on down to number eight from one of mine, Mike Light's Camera Action, yeah. because it's a it's a pretty simple jump, but for real, it's, it's dope, and I fuck with it. I think that the beat drives hard as shit, and I feel like this song changed, he probably changed up his flow the most out of any of the tracks on here, which is, which is different for Redman, because I feel like he's very, very, you know... Uh, lyrically dexterous or dexterous or whatever the fucking word is. <laughs> uh, but he, the nigga can fucking go up and down with his, with his rhymes. Right. He can flip it and turn it all around and be rhyming all type of different ways throughout a song. He doesn't do that a lot on this album up until this point. Probably up until like the last three songs, honestly. Yeah. But yeah. at this point specifically on number eight, 
I noticed it the most of him changing up his flow styles. But at uh, it has a short to the point chorus, and I fuck with songs like that. Just yeah, like, just hit the chorus one or two times and go right back in. Like that's what the fuck I fuck with. So yeah, no, and, and, and it's it's as simple as what what the fuck the song is called. Yeah, lights, mic, camera, uh, camera action. action. That's it. Uh, uh, uh. And the beat is tough too. I like the, I like the beat on that joint too. Yeah. Um. And again, I I feel like honestly, I feel like the second half of the album is a little bit stronger than the first couple songs. I, I because agree. um I actually like the next song, which is number nine, with the guy uh, Ready Rock. He's he's on the joint again. Oh, really cheers, dope song. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I like his his first verse on it, the the dude Ready Rock and Redman's, and the uh, uh, the hook by I guess her name is uh, Melanie Rutherford. Rutherford, yeah. yeah. So it was it was again another dope dope hook on the joint, dope beat. Yeah, it was, it was one of the better songs in my opinion. All right, now I fucked with that joint. Uh, it's definitely an old sounding beat, but like you said, it's hard as fuck. It's great solid verses from Redman and Ready Rock. Yeah, for and the sure. chorus is cool. Like Melanie killed it on the chorus, so like there's not really much else that you can say bad about this joint. I mean, it's it's a pretty solid song for this. Yeah, show. I'm gonna go off to number thirteen, Tiger Style Crane. I love the beat of this track. It, again, it almost sounds like Go Go. Yeah, you know uh, it does. It, it like the the beginning, the little the drums and yep. everything. Yep. And it has a fucking Wu Tang ass name. Like like that Tiger style crane. That is such a Wu Tang ass. He even makes it a Wu Tang reference. Yeah, he Wu-Tang. says like he's the tenth member of Wu Tang, like yeah. the unofficial tenth member or something like that. Like yeah. I was like, of course, everyone knows this. But like um, this that's joke, like an unofficial fact, right? Like exactly, basically, because he's he's fucked with Red Man so much and he's worked with Wu Tang oh, so man, much. Or Method oh, Man, Method Man, excuse me. Yeah, that they uh, basically everybody's like, oh yeah, he might. In fact, people have been thinking that Red Man was a part of Wu Tang forever. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, nah, nigga, there's only nine. Yeah. <laughs> they work with a lot of niggas, but yeah. You know. But then yeah, lyrically, this song is vicious. It's the last song on the track or on the album, excuse me. And um, it's a fucking good song to end this album with. It's just fucking. It has, it has energy. It just has lots of energy. And I don't the, know. I fucked hard with this. The track. only thing I will say about this song is I feel like it was a little short, and it kind of ends a little abruptly. You know what I mean? I could get. That's the only thing I, I would say about it. But yeah, I agree. So I think it's a good song. Uh, like you said, the energy is good to, to end uh, the album off with. But I think it's it's, it's a pretty good song. Yeah. A song that I like, which is, uh, again, talking about Method Man, is number 11, mm-hmm. Light One With Your Boy, uh, featuring Method Man and Bum B. Oh, of course. I yeah. think both Bum B and Method Man killed it. Yep. Really dope, dope features by both of them, and I feel like it was just a really good song. And see, the funny part is, is I had, um, I think I had just started really fucking hard with Bun B when this album came out, mm-hmm. so I was surprised to see him on this oh, track. Okay. I remember that distinctly, like in my memory. I was like, okay, Bun B's on this joint too. Then I come to find out that Bun B been popping, it's mm-hmm. been everywhere right. with everybody. So yeah, for sure. You know, shit you learn when you when you late to the party. For no, sure. no, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But um, as y'all could tell by the fucking title, it's definitely a Wee song. And what would you expect with a Method Man and Red Mask? Obviously. So, and Bun B also, I think, we lighten up too, so. Oh, pfft, like shit. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, yeah, and the verses, like, I think, I feel like the beat is a little weird during the verses. That's my only real mm. critique on it. Because it's not a typical, I feel like it's not the t- atypical hip-hop beat that you would, especially for Red and Meth Man. But it's a pothead-ass song, just like you said. It's mad enjoyable. I feel like uh, I think Method Man had the most interesting and diverse flow out of yeah. everybody on there. Yep. But Bun killed it solidly too, of course. Like just like you said, and I mean, like it's just a good song. It's a head nodder, and yeah. like if if you partake, it's one of them songs. Light that, it up. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. So I'm gonna just talk about a couple songs that I didn't like. Yeah. They, to, to me, there were a couple. Mm-hmm. I really, 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 really dislike number five. Lift it up. <laughs> yeah. That beat, dog, just sounds. First of all, 
it sounds like April 19, 2008 or something. You yeah, know what I mean? my like, nigga said the birthday on that. Joke. Dog, it sounds like 2008, <laughs> dog. Like, dead smack in the middle of high school. That's what it sounds like to me, dog. And I, and I just... Again... It's, it would be one thing if it was like an artist that like I guess was out at that time and yeah like, there's a little bit of nostalgia factor with it but <laughs> I cannot listen to this shit dog that shit was just not it dog like I, I'm gonna be honest with you I didn't even really listen to it all that much I just heard the beat a couple times and yeah because I mean that's what I liked about it mostly too I, I thought that the beat was pretty dope I thought that it went pretty hard but lyrically the song is boring as fuck and the chorus is basic as shit it's just Lift like it come up. on dog like I like a short get to the get to the point chorus but nigga give me a little more than that yeah, nah. and if you're gonna give me that you gotta come with a hell of a lot more energy dog yeah. like like it's gotta be a hype fucking song for the chorus just to be that simple and then you know like I, but I agree with you yeah this this is this song honestly could have been left off the album oh for in my sure opinion. dog honestly man to be completely honest with you I feel like Maybe five out of the first, maybe four out of the last six songs, I feel like could have been left off the album. Yeah. To be completely honest with you. But more in particular, number five was not a fan of it at all. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. Well, number three for me, Def Jammable. I was not a big fan of this one. It's an interesting, but a weird ass fucking beat. But like the lyrics really seem to depend too much on punchlines on this Mm. junk. And I was just like, Redman, you're better than that. You, yeah. It sounds like it sounds like you're trying to be your best version of Nicki Minaj or your best version of Drake. He did do that. He he did do that thing a lot where like you know when like the beat cuts off and then yeah. the punchline is when the beats cut off. Yep. And I feel like I don't know. It gets a little corny after. Yeah. All, you know what I mean? And, and it's the, just when the you beat w- doesn't help it like at said. all, at all. And like I said, it's just the the sheer amount of fucking punchlines in yeah. this song. Like it's a, literally a punchline song. Like, that's all it is. And that's not what I expect from Redman. I expect some wild out the box shit from Redman. Maybe yeah. some weird ass shit, but not like just some basic punchline shit. Like, come on, dog. You're better than that. Nah, I agree. I agree, man. Um, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of this song either. Um, I don't know. Like you said, the, the super cringy, like, punchlines when the beat cuts off kind of was. Yeah. I just wasn't a fan of it. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was like a weird, and then the hook was kind of, weird too i don't know if it was him singing on it but yeah um yeah i, I was i wasn't the biggest fan of that mm-hmm. either let me see is there any other joints i guess number yeah, number two i wasn't a big fan i like the beat of number two i was i was that was the gonna be the one i you said if you didn't say it i <laughs> literally i hate the beat of this song i hate it with a passion it sounds so 2000s it hurts them, ho- them little horns in the beat, or whatever the fuck that oh, is oh man that's just like like the bells the and it's just like at that time that was probably oh, yeah. the shit. Yeah. That's the dog, that's the crazy thing about time, dog, is that like eventually shit that's the shit is pretty fucking whack. And yeah. It's funny as shit. But like, again, this song too was heavy with the punchlines. Like at least some yeah. of them more of them were funny in this song and it wasn't as dependent on the punchlines, yeah. but there was a lot of fucking punchlines in this song and not all of them were that great. No, 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 no. <laughs> but again, so number 2, that's where I be featuring DJ Cool. Nah, that could have been that could have been reworked, bro. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. DJ Cool is such a, like, even in 2010, DJ Cool was such a random person to have featured on the song. Like, for real. Who, who is, uh, he's DJ like one of them old, like, like DJ Cool, Clue and, and DJ Ski back in the day, like the niggas that, like, they were producers on shit 
And like they didn't necessarily. Well, DJ Clue was like DJ Clue, Clue, yeah. Clue, you know. But like they were the producers of most of the shit back in the so day. And I mean, like I don't really remember. DJ Cool was the producer, but he also did rock. Like I think he was the one that did. Hold up, wait a minute. Uh-huh. I, I'm pretty sure that's him. Yeah. Um, but like he's he's not really a rapper. Like he's more of a more of a DJ. He talks to you, he hypes up the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he does that DJ thing from back in the day. So he's not really that much of a rapper, which kind of just leads to more weirdness in the song. This was and yeah, this was actually a kind of like an interesting uh, feature. Yeah, um, it's probably the most interesting feature on here, even though I didn't like it. But like, just because it was just like, how do you fit someone like that in there? Like, it's just I don't know. But I feel like overall the features were weren't bad. They're actually pretty good. I feel for the most yeah. part, both singing R and B ish and um, and rap. I feel like were pretty pretty good. I feel like yeah, some of the the features were pretty good, but I feel like that. Despite how good they were, they most of them could have been better. Yeah, like I feel like the the Kumo D uh, feature on number ten, rocking with, and, with and the even best, th- like th- that was just. I feel like it's the, sh- the song is almost throwaway. Like the beat is not that great. Uh, and, and, the and lyrics weren't that great. I was just like, you pull you pull Kumo D, one of the fucking pillars of hip hop from back in the day, back in the eighties. This is a, a hard motherfucker. Like everyone knows who this dude is, in for such a lackluster song. Yeah, and, and and to be completely honest with you, right? I couldn't tell when uh when Kumo D was rapping because I feel like both verses were uh, were Redman, unless yeah. unless I guess he said it was featuring him because he used one of his uh his Maybe his, his samples, his, his samples or, or, or lines. Yeah. I don't know because like I said, I, I was listening to this one and I couldn't really hear it un- unless they sound really similar, which I don't think they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kumo D and, and Redman, but I don't know. But yeah, I've, I've always heard Kumo D be like this, like uh he's kind of like. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, yeah, you know what I mean, uh huh, exactly, He's like that kind of dude. Yeah, so you may be too young to really know about him, but you, whoever you fuck yeah. with, definitely. Because I've I've heard I've definitely heard Styles P uh, mention Cool Mo D. Oh yeah, Jay Z. I've heard him mention Cool Mo D. Big. I've heard Biggie mention Cool Mo D. So yeah, like that's like your favorite, your yeah. favorite rapper's favorite rapper for sure. All right, well that like I think we pretty much covered yeah. most of this junk. Yeah, so what part. are your overall thoughts on this junk? Look, man, I just. Again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I- I'm not a big fan of when uh, when artists kind of try to cater to um, the mainstream demographics or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, I got you. I I, I just feel like it, it more times than not it doesn't work, and I feel like this album is like a mix of that, but still something good came out of it. I feel, I feel like there's a number of good songs on here. Yeah, but I do feel like there is a lot of a lot of duds in here too in my opinion yeah no i feel like this album like i was the one that suggested it and i feel like there was just a lot of nostalgia at the time i i fucked with this album pretty hard right and i was like oh yeah i saw that joint i was like oh yeah we should do that joint i remember fucking hard with that joint you yeah. and then coming back to it and listening to it giving it a second more decisive ear i'm just like damn like I used to really pump this album back in the day, and there is not that many good songs on this joint. Like it's 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 just like the thing of growing up. It's just like you you have your blinders on because yeah. you fucked with it at one point. You get a little bit older, and you listen to it. And it's like okay, I know, I understand why I fucked with this, but like I don't really fuck I with don't it that really much. fuck with it anymore. Yo, right? you know what's funny? That happened to me the uh, the other day. Like I was just listening to some shit that I would listen to like when I was like maybe like sophomore year in high school. Or yeah. Some shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's like typical times where you listen to shit that when you get older you're gonna be like, kind of embarrassed with yourself that you're listening. Like, yeah 
So like it was just kind of funny thinking back, like yo, I was really listening to this shit, and, and I can't see how I was doing that. But I guess I, I mean, I, I, well, I guess I, you do see why you enjoyed it, but you also understand why you might not enjoy it as much yeah, now. Why, so. why, why it was good for what it was in that time frame? Yep, exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I just again, I feel like this this album could have been a lot better. Wasn't terrible, mm-hmm. but I feel like it definitely could have been a lot better. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, no, again, overall nostalgia feelings for it kind of drove me a certain way, but giving it a decisive ear, I definitely, I agree with you, I definitely feel like it could have been better. Now, what do you think about it standing the test of time? Hell <laughs> nah, nigga. I think we're in total agreement Look, on that. <laughs> there might be one song that I want to say the joint with Mary, with, uh, yeah. not Mary, with Faith, Faith. Evans. Yep. That joint would, really does last. Yes, yes. But literally all of the beats on everything else just sound mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. as fuck. Yep. Like that—that th- that sounds like you know that uh Faith song sounds like like the typical song that like I could hear Jada kiss on that joint. I feel yeah, you know what I mean, like doing something like any that. slew of Northeast yeah, rappers. Yep. Honestly, could have been on that yep. song and still had it be vicious as shit. Yep. it didn't just have to be Jersey Red Man. It could have been any nigga from New yeah, York. It yeah. could have been a couple of the niggas from Boston because some yeah. of them got skills. Yeah. Could have been a couple of Philly niggas because I feel like old um Beans would have killed oh, that. Oh yeah, old Beanie Siegel. Like, like I can hear like a beans, and I can even hear Meek on a beat like this. You know, what you I know mean? what? I could hear Meek on this. It would, like, it would, it would definitely be a change though. Like it would, it, it would, it would just from the sound of the voice on yeah, something like but that. But, I, but I, I could definitely hear him on the facts. Though. But facts. um, yeah, I, I feel like that. It, if there's any song on here that could stand the test of time, production wise, would it, without it, I'd be that one. So. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you give it out of? Uh, what do you give your score out of ten? I so this is probably one of the lower scores I've given, and again. I don't hate this album, but I, I do feel like there is a lot of room for improvement. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this album a 5.5 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Again, I just I wasn't a. There was maybe again maybe two songs that I was like, yeah, I actually like these songs, and the rest were just like, if I liked them, they were okay. Yeah. So um, that's yeah, that, that's so 5.5. Okay. We deserve better than that, right? <laughs> from you, from you. I I, I wholeheartedly say. agree. I we're gonna give respectfully. We're gonna give similar um. Uh, scores this week and my i give it a six out of ten okay and the six is literally nostalgia like it, it yeah. got bumped to the six because of the nostalgia yeah, factor yeah but like honestly going back and listening to this album like this is not the best red man album i've ever heard and i mean i've heard most of his albums i want to say i've probably heard damn near all of his albums at this point right this is definitely not his best work and it was just like i think maybe i was just fiending for some red man at that point <laughs> and i was just happy to get something because i think the last jump that he did was like malpractice which would have been like 2001 or maybe Doc's the name was 2001 and not 2000 i can't really remember off the top of my head but like it had just been such a while i was like oh damn red man got a joint out and i think that's pretty much what it was like i was boosted that red man had something out i was just jamming because that was my nigga and then i like at that point i wasn't as i mean i was i feel like i've been pretty discerning when it's when it comes to hip-hop and and lyrics and and what i feel is good and what i feel is not good and sometimes I'm just surprised at the shit I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> no, dog. You know what I think it is, man? Again, I feel like back then, especially, it was a nostalgia thing. Yeah. And the fact that in two, I feel like in 2010, the amount of music available wasn't as much as it is now. Yeah. Like, it wasn't as accessible. So I feel like now it's kind of like, yo, 
2010 i was listening to this for nostalgic reasons but now that i could like not listen to this i'm probably never gonna listen to this ever again facts <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you might listen to a couple joints that might come up on 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 uh on shuffle on your shit but other than that who knows it's just like come on bro nah. like if this if this joint pops up i would be like you know what i'm not gonna do that yeah not, i'm not. just gonna go on and walk on by yep I'm going to the Queen of Teeth for Black Rain. Hey, hey, there you go. Cheap little plug. Right, well, speaking on speaking on which, let's go ahead and end the episode. What's your album suggestion for this week? All right, so with this week, I'm gonna give y'all kind of like a he's kind of like a little mixed R&B rap type of dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Brent Faye Fayez. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that name right. Okay. The album is called Fuck the World. Really dope song on it on here. Uh, the first song I heard was uh, Been Away. Which is actually really dope. You know what? I just my roommate just hit me to him, and that was the song I just remembered. I was like, is "Yes, it? that song rocks." Right? <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's he's dope. He's dope as shit. Um, I just got hit to him maybe like uh, maybe like two three weeks ago. Yeah, it hasn't even been that long. Yeah, for real. So um, and I think this album just came out, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, so definitely check that out. Uh, Brent again, Fayaz, Fayez. Pardon the mispronunciation, but uh, fuck the world, man. That's what's up. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with one of my favorite albums, I want to say from the early 2000s. Uh, oh, no, my bad. From the late 80s. From the late 90s. My bad. Late 90s. 1998 brought us the group from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. One big boy. One Andre 3000 uh-huh. to form the super group known as Outcast. Okay. Uh, in that year, 1998, they came out with an album called A Clemini. And Outcast has never really been known for big thumping hard ass albums. Like usually the beats are pretty smooth, almost jazzy like, right? Um, almost pimp playlicious type shit like they've always been on. But like this joint, of course, it had its um, it had Rosa Parks as its biggest single. I hush that fuss. Everybody move to the back of the bus. If you don't know, that's the jump right there. Uh, of course, they actually had a lawsuit with Rosa Parks, the actual being Rosa Parks. Rosa over Parks. The, the, the person. The civil rights activist. <laughs> yes. Over the name of the song. But I guess they, they settled Set out of court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel uh, like you can't go to court against <laughs> Rosa Parks. Yeah, if you get sued by Rosa Parks, you're doing something wrong in life. You have to settle, you have to settle out of court. I'm telling you. Whatever she's asking for, just give it a brand. Give it to her it'll it'll pay off in the long run give her all of the things yeah <laughs> she's on a fucking dollar bill for crazy exactly but yo uh be hold be uh hold on be strong which starts the album out is like it's a uh, it's donnie mathis a song but they rework it mm-hmm. uh, and it's a very good song it's a very good version of it right. you start out with return of the g which is dopest fuck you get rosa parks and you got the artist storytelling one and two which part two, I believe, is the one with uh, Slick Rick. Uh, there's a Spody Odie Dopalicious, which is just like that 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 pimp song. Like it's it's vicious as fuck. Like if you have never heard that song, go find it, listen to it. You probably can't spell it for shit, but just look up this album and you'll find it. Uh, they've got guests on there like Timo, Big Gip, Cujo, CeeLo Green, uh, George Clinton of the P Funk, uh, and Raekwon, of course. So, like, just go out and check out the album. It's dope as fuck. It has a lot of just, like, Jesus Christ. There's just so much, like, lyrically, so much beat-wise. Like, you can listen to this album, like, a hundred different times and catch something different every time that you haven't caught before. So, check out uh, Aquemini by Outkast. There you go. 
right. And I guess that's it for today. Anything else you want to share with the people out here? Hey, look, man. I'm going to just say this, man. Wash your motherfucking hands. Yes. Uh, as we speak. Yes. Donnie just Uh-oh. announced. Uh-oh. That this is a national emergency. Oh, shit. Um, I'm not really sure what that means, but apparently that just means that, I guess, to speed up the process or whatever. So, I guess pretty much that means is that shit's wilding out there. Niggas, stay inside if you can. If y'all gotta go to work, go to work. If not, stay in and listen to this good shit right here. Hey, you're, you're, and a quick shout out to all of our listeners down there in China. Yes, sir. Over in Italy where the whole country is locked down. Yes, sir. Like, y'all, everybody else that has a... This fucking coronavirus fucking up y'all shit and keeping y'all indoors no matter where you are in the world. You know, go ahead and listen to us for a few hours. We got you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, not nah, real shit because, you know, a lot of shit's been canceled lately. Um, sports, I know, I think the whole college basketball tournaments are all canceled. College basketball, MLS, uh, NBA, soccer, MLS, M- NBA, the uh, season for MLB mm-hmm. is done. Yep. And I, and I think they're also like pushing back the NFL draft. I'm I think Almost so. positive. Yeah. So definitely, you know, make sure y'all listen to, if not us, listen to whatever y'all can, you know, keep your mind in a good place. Cause that's, you know, on top of keeping, uh, ourselves clean, that's probably one of the better things you could do is exactly. just keep, keep your mind upstate. And we're here to do that for y'all. Exactly. So. Now y'all know y'all can find the podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Speaker, and Stitcher for your listening pleasure. You can find us at HQ Podcast on Instagram and what's that shit called twitter <laughs> i don't know why i fucked it up every week uh, instagram and twitter and yes once again like we always say spell the whole thing the out. whole team the yes. whole thing out it's not that hard all right bet and what else what else oh yeah you can search us out on facebook at uh hip-hop heads podcast and if you Google us, you might find us real easily on Hold anything. Hold on. So, yeah, we, thank you very much for listening. Be on the lookout for another album review. We've got Queen Latifah, Black Rain coming soon. Yes, sir. And we love y'all. We out. Peace. Peace.